Well, hey there. Welcome to the People Gardener podcast. I'm Rhonda Delaney, your host, also known as the People Gardener. Thrilled to put this podcast together to help small business owners, new business owners, frustrated business owners, and aspiring leaders, whether they're inside business or outside. Each week, we bring you some actionable steps so that you can actually improve your skill as a leader. That's what we're about. We're here to help you become a better leader by giving you access to lots of different perspectives. The guests are varied. We're thrilled to have them. Get out your pen, get out your paper, and be ready to learn. Every single episode, you're going to be able to take something away that you can implement. Are you ready? Let's get to work. Hey there. Welcome back to the People Gardener podcast. So how's this whole emotional intelligence topic working out for you? A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about self-awareness and you were going to work on that. Maybe start uh, keeping track of your emotions and your feelings and how you're seeing the world and maybe how the world is seeing you. And then last week we were talking about managing your emotions, keeping them under control and not doing the freak out thing. This week we're going to talk about social awareness. It's about being attentive and empathetic, I guess, towards the emotional needs and other needs of the people that you lead. Do you understand what's going on in their life? You know, it's interesting as I go into this, I keep coming back to my Leaders Grow First program because we talk right at the beginning, the Be Interested. It's the name of my app. Curiosity is your friend. It is so your friend. When you move out of yourself, and we're talking about the social awareness, and look at other people, see other people, hear other people, it's so much easier when you come from a place of curiosity, of being interested, being interested in how they think, what's important to them, what they value, how they see their life, what are their hopes, what are their dreams, for you to take a minute and just ask the question. The same thing applies to yourself, being curious about yourself. It's easy to go, oh yeah, it's no big deal, I know myself, I am what I am, I'm just the way I am and that's, that's all there is to it. Well, the reality is, no, it's not. You do not have to behave the way that you're behaving now. You can change that. You don't have to think the thoughts you have right now. You can change that. You don't have to feel the way you feel now. You can change that. We have choice. And when it comes to the social 
I can't even say really it's understanding, but accepting that people have perceptions and perspectives that are different than yours. Not a right, not a wrong. They're different. And when you come at it from a place of curiosity and interest, you don't automatically go to that place of judgment about whether I like what you're thinking or I don't like what you're thinking. You're just wanting to explore what it is that they're thinking. Another part of the social awareness is the nonverbal cues. And that requires you to be actively observing or actively listening, picking up on things that people aren't saying with words. They're saying with other avenues of expression. It could be their eyes. It could be their mouth. It could be their body language, where their shoulders are. Our oldest daughter is asthmatic. And I was a basket case. You know, we just about lost her three times throughout the year. She got it when she was about two and a half. She's doing much better now as a 40-year-old mom of three. <laughs> but I picked up. She never wanted you to know that she was having problems breathing. Because she always knew that I was going to limit what she could do based on what her lungs were saying. And so she would constantly try and cover up. Well, there's a couple of things that she could not do because her body required her to do it in order to breathe. And one of the things was the shoulders up because it opened things up. And then the other thing is right here, this, when she was breathing, would go just suck way in. Those were cues. And as a mom, I picked up on them and said, yeah, no, you're not going there or... Okay, that's fine, but only a short period of time. Do you have your inhaler? That kind of thing. So what are the cues that people are showing you, expressing to you, that you can pick up on that will help you and your relationship with them? And then another one is just even the social dynamics that are happening amongst your team. We, we're complicated, right, as human beings. And we have individuals in our life that are more challenging than others. We have individuals in our life that we're happy to spend less time. We have individuals in our life that we love to spend time with. Individuals that we just, we click with. When you are the business owner and the leader, watch for the interactions, the dynamics of your team members and how they operate with each other. When it comes to putting together teams, you want to know that information because it's vital to putting together a team that's highly effective and they're kind of this cohesive unit because they all fit. So, Understanding each person and knowing what's important to each person, knowing their skills, knowing their values, knowing more about them will help you when it comes to the dynamics of the, the social interactions with your team. So spend time watching them. 
Spend time thinking about what type of scenarios can I put forward that I bring people into that will help me understand the dynamics. They will benefit from that. And it could be as simple as, okay, you know, for this month, I'm going to bring breakfast sandwiches or I'm going to have uh, an espresso person come in and do coffees. Could be that you decide to have potlucks every Friday for, for a month. I, I mean, there's lots of things that you can do. It's a little more challenging with remote work and whatnot, but you can find a way that, that can give you access to how they interact together so that you can observe and you can help yourself and them make solid decisions with regards to who's going to be working with who and when and where. You need all the information that you can get. As I said earlier, we humans, we're, we're complicated and we have a tendency to just complicate life more than it needs to be. Socially aware individuals, which is what we're talking about today, are really good active listeners. And that simply means listening and taking in all of the information and then coming to an understanding yourself of how you would like to respond. It's not as people are talking, figuring out what you want to say next. <laughs> you want to be able to take in all of the information that they have and then pause and get it all formulated in your head. And more often than not, when you're actively listening, the next thing out of your mouth after they finish speaking is a question, trying to get clarification, better understanding, making sure that you haven't misunderstood something that they've said. Another part of the social awareness is demonstrating a genuine concern for other people's well-being, caring about them as an individual. Again, in Leaders Grow First, that's the second module to care. It's interesting, when I was in corporate, I love people. I think I've said that on here before. And I knew each person. I knew their family. I knew their kids' names. I knew what was going on because I was interested in them as human beings. And I can't tell you how often, excuse me, got something in my eye there. I would ask a question about somebody's mom. One of the gals' mom was in an extended care and she wasn't doing well. And the following week, so how's mom doing? And there was always this beautiful response from them thanking me for checking up. So when you spend time every day just interacting with your people, being curious, being interested, it's so much easier to demonstrate your care and your concern when it comes from a very real place because you had a conversation and you're just checking back in to make sure that everything's okay. Curiosity. Oh, you know, there's that saying that curiosity killed the cat. <laughs> Not you. 
what it does is it opens up this beautiful opportunity for relationship building. And make no mistake, your ability to build relationships and to have your team 100% believe that you're interested in them as human beings is what's going to give your company the step up, that extra step. So what are you going to do this week? (laughs) Yeah, I keep giving you homework. This week, I really encourage you to just spend some time observing, observing the interactions, making note of them, having a conversation, a caring conversation, nothing to do with work, nothing to do with business. Talk to them about their life and about their hope and their their dreams and what's going on. Learn about them. That's it for this week. We will talk to you again next week. Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Hopefully you have a nugget or two that you'll be able to implement this week as part of your ever-evolving leadership style. If you haven't already downloaded the Be Interested app, it's my new app. It's available on Apple uh, App Store and also the Google Play Store. I do have free content on there. I have my 25 ways to be interested workbook and challenge, which is a wonderful um, step-by-step day-to-day way of incorporating those questions, the whys of being interested in your people. There's also uh, videos on there and a resource. So we've got TED Talks and books and podcasts and yeah, It's just lots of wonderful resources for you. So absolutely go and check it out and we'll talk to you next week.